0: Monday matinees begin right here on the Mutual Audio Network.
1: The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult.
2: Most people are.
1: I don't know what you are, exactly.
2: I'm Fred.
1: You're a rat. You fed on me for many years. But... Rats? Yes. Well? Well, what? Hello. I'm sorry to ask this.
2: No apologies.
1: It's just, well, uh, how did we meet? Does it matter? Hello. Hello. Is that the best thing you can say? Aren't you
2: going to do something?
1: They come twice a year. Late July. The hottest time of year, when they have nowhere else to go. And then in January, when they need a warm place.
2: It's March.
1: Yes. So why are they here now? Climate change. Hello. Hi.
2: We can stay here as long as you want.
1: I make it a daily habit to leave the house. You know, I don't even know your name. Alice. Fred. Nice to meet you, Fred. Hello.
2: Hello, Fred. You were fantastic last night.
1: Where did you come from? Somewhere. That's not good enough. Does it matter? Origins are important. Memories are important. Not here. I guess I'll never see you again. How do you know? Just a hunch. Never works out with anyone anymore. Who says it won't work out with me? That isn't why we hooked up. Did we hook up? You don't remember, do you? I I can cook you breakfast. Would you like that?
2: That would be nice. But I'm in no rush. Are you?
1: (laughs) I'm sorry about the rats. I hear them, but I've never even seen one in this apartment. And I've been here for two years. That's just the ceiling, Two few times each year. They rustle.
2: <laughs> when you have guests. Perhaps. Hello.
1: I wish you'd stop saying that. Why? Because.
2: Because you can't imagine why I'd stay.
1: Something like that.
2: You're a good man. Oh? No? You're nice, you know?
1: You're saying what I want to hear. Doesn't everyone? We haven't known each other long. Eight hours, maybe?
2: Eight hours is sometimes enough.
1: You're a romantic. So are you. But I don't remember any of it. I only remember now.
2: I can remember enough for both of us.
1: (sighs) I want to see the rats die in a glue trap. That's not nice. No, it isn't. But that's how I feel. That's fear. I'm not afraid. You are. I... maybe. I just can't... connect... with anyone... anymore.
2: Neither can I.
1: Except you. Well, at least let me feed you. How does an omelette sound? Homemade mix? Some fresh fruit? My special home fries?
2: Don't you have to work?
1: Maybe. But I have to feed you first. You have to go to work. Yes.
2: There's no time. But I have to work. To earn money. To feed mysterious women.
1: Or you could just leave. Now why would I do that? You don't want to? I can't. Why?
2: You intrigue me. Even if you don't remember what you said last night. What did I say? Cook me breakfast, and maybe I'll tell you what you can't remember.
1: You've reached Gordon Ortiz, Human Resources Manager at Humbert and Please leave your message after the tone. Hi, Fred here. I'm not feeling very well and I won't be able to come. I'm not feeling very well. Hi, Fred here. I'm not feeling very well.
0: Fred here.
1: I'm not feeling very well and I won't be able to come. Mm, You're a masterful liar. Don't you have to work? No. You're not one of those gluten-free types, are you? Not at all. I eat dangerously. I can give you the breakfast my father made me, but uh, flapjacks are involved, and all I have is all purpose flour.
2: What makes you think I care?
1: Some do. I try to be kind. My dad made flapjacks all the time. Many visitors to the house and other things. Milk and sugar in your coffee? Black as the night. It's morning.
2: I like being reminded of the night.
1: Alice, how did this happen?
2: You don't remember?
1: I had a few drinks.
2: You don't remember what you told me, you don't remember going to bed,
1: no i I'm sorry and a bit ashamed.
2: Don't be it happens thousands of times every night in this city. You're no spring chicken.
1: Did you enjoy it?
2: Yes, even if you don't remember anything. We didn't sleep much. You actually listened to what I wanted.
1: Perhaps we can recreate the moment
2: if you're lucky.
1: I want to remember you sober. You might. If your breakfast is up to snuff. I guess I'll have to earn it.
2: It beats counting beans. What do you do again?
1: I work in finance. There you are. You're a great short order cook. Once upon a time, a hash house paid me to do that. You know how to feed people. I have my moments. And here you are. Mmm. Delicious. (laughs) I'm glad you're happy. Where
2: did you learn your breakfast moves? It wasn't just your dad. (laughs) Don't ask. This isn't a hash house breakfast. Was it for her? Who? The woman you told me about last night.
1: I told you about... Roxana. Yes. I... I'm sorry. Don't be. It was...
2: Two years ago. She left you two years ago. You were together for 10 years. She was...
1: The love of my life.
2: It's okay. We all feel pain.
1: Not this pain.
2: We all feel it. You think your heartbreak's
1: unique? God, I, uh, I know we all grieve. I know that my pain isn't as special as I believe it to be but it definitely feels that way.
2: Don't beat yourself up. I can't stop. It can happen again. People fall in love three to four times in a lifetime. I read that in an article.
1: Are you putting me on the spot?
2: (laughs) No, just making conversation. These are great potatoes, good pancakes. Not pancakes. Flapjacks. Thanks. What's the difference between a pancake and a flapjack?
1: The flapjack is a bit flatter.
2: Oh, that's a little sad.
1: My father taught me to make flapjacks, so I guess it's a family legacy. You know, I, I don't need to talk about myself. What about you? What about me? You already know. What?
2: I already told you.
1: I don't remember. You
2: will. Why are you here? Because I like you. Why? Most men I go home with don't go to this much effort. But you boiled the potatoes. You sauteed them in garlic and peppers. That's not typical.
1: It is. I'm a standard issue human. With standard issues.
2: You're not. You've been very nice to me.
1: And you've been kind to me. I get hurt.
2: So do I. That's one thing we have in common.
1: Old habits die hard.
2: You cooked like this for her, didn't you? Yes. Would you like to cook this way for me? I mean, on a more regular basis. I cook this way
1: for anyone I could fall in love with.
2: Do you think you can fall in love with me? Think carefully before you answer. The question is important.
1: I don't know if I can fall in love with anyone. Not anymore.
2: That's not true. Not after her. You're not that man anymore. How do you know?
1: You haven't known me very long.
2: I know enough. I know you better than you think.
1: I'm not afraid of being alone. Oh? Not sure, I get lonely from time to time, try to get laid just like everyone else, but... Then I wake up, the morning comes, and people discover...
2: What a terrible man you really are.
1: Yes. Or maybe there just isn't any chemistry or some better option on the horizon. You seem a little too interested in me.
2: This is a rerun from last night. Come on! You're better than a broken record.
1: I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself, but it's true. I don't know what I said, and I don't know you. Hello. That again.
2: Do you want to know why I'm really here? Why? Because you won't let me leave.
1: (laughs) What do you you mean? What was your favourite book as a kid? Alice in Wonderland.
2: And what's my name? Alice. Well, that's not my real name. But it is the name you gave me. It's the name you've always given me. I've been around a long time.
1: You've only been around one night. No. Fred. Okay, this is pretty fucking weird. Hello. Would you stop saying that? I don't need this. Maybe not, but I'm here. And who are you? I'm not so bad. Who are you? The police won't help you. Who are you?
2: Oh, Fred, you're not getting it.
1: The rats, they won't stop running around.
2: Oh, maybe it's me.
1: I need you to leave. I like it when you get rough. Please leave me alone.
2: No. You don't always get to be alone.
1: Then I'll call the police.
2: The police won't help you. There's the door. Alright.
1: If that's what you want.
2: Hello.
1: Hey, Max. How's it shaking? Uh, nope, no, nope. Not going into work today. Feeling a little sick. Yep. Yeah. Ah, you're right. I don't really play hooky. But, well, yes, yeah, so, it so happens. Yep, yeah, I had someone over. Been on the crazy side. Uh, kept saying hello. <laughs> hello. Max, I'll call you back. How did you get in? I threw you out. I told you. You can't get rid of me. You walked through the door. You pushed
2: me through the door, but I'm not giving up on you so easily. Who are you? Hello. You've already introduced yourself. My name is Fred. I'm Fred. Well, I'm Fred too. How about that? You said you were Alice. Well, that's the name you gave me.
1: (sighs) Where did you come from? From you. From me.
2: I've been with you a long time. You're going to have to let me into your life because I'm part of it. So you're not real. Oh, I'm real. And you needed me. You still do.
1: When did you arrive?
2: A while. But I started talking two years ago. When she... Yes, Fred.
1: When she left. I... I don't want to think about that.
2: You have to, Fred.
1: Hello? It was my fault.
2: Or maybe it was my fault. I knew you before her. I've been around a long time. I just never said... Hello? Yes. Hello.
1: So what do you want from me?
2: It's not what I want. I'm sorry that it's come to this, but I need you to take me in.
1: To make love to you?
2: Yes. I'd like that very much. You're very good in bed. Sexually? No, just lying around. That's your problem. It's all about the objective with you.
1: (laughs) I'm very sad. You don't want me.
2: Oh, stop that. I do want you. You're not. Listening to me, Fred. I need you to take
1: me. What?
2: We complete each other, and you haven't been the same since you threw me out. Just now? No. During the past two years. Why do you think I've been so chatty? Why do you think I keep saying hello?
1: Uh, I'm not following.
2: It's a wonder you landed a job. This apartment. All without listening to me. That showed great initiative, Fred tremendous initiative.
1: I'm... I'm getting it now. Hello. This is very strange, and I'm probably going to need to see a shrink, but I'm getting it.
2: Take me, Fred, and we'll see a shrink together. We'll have many happy years together. I don't think so. Why?
1: Because you were the one who helped destroy me. You were the one who made her leave.
2: The rats are getting excited. Unsettled. We're giving them a show.
1: Well, at least the neighbors haven't complained.
2: They're very nice, Fred. Most people are.
1: I don't know what you are, exactly.
2: I'm Fred.
1: You're a rat. You fed on me for many years.
2: But you were such a good cook.
1: When we were together... Christ, I can't believe I'm even saying it like this. Hello. You held me back. You prevented me from seeing myself. But you're seeing yourself right now. More so these days. And I very much like the man I see. But that doesn't concern you. It does, Fred. It does. You pushed her away. I don't know if I can forgive you for that. And
2: we pushed others away. We did that so well together. Do you know how many lonely and desperate people are holed up in their apartments out there?
1: I told you. I don't do that anymore. I leave the house every day. And look at what you've just done. You persuaded me to call in sick.
2: You needed me, Fred. For a long time you needed me. When our father beat us.
1: My father. Not yours.
2: When our mother made every day about her.
1: My mother. It was my bad hand. And I have to live with that. Not you.
2: Without me, you wouldn't have stayed so strong.
1: Without you, I'm a better man. A more peaceful man.
2: A lonelier man.
1: And why are you a woman? Why do you choose this form?
2: You chose it. Long ago. When mother left with that man she met at the bar. Disappearing. Deciding she'd had enough. Not just enough of father, enough of us. That crying, screaming brat. You.
1: A hurt kid. A kid who needed love. A man who blew every shot.
2: I don't blame her for leaving. He was such a timid little fuck. God, I hated him. I still hate him. Such a useless specimen. And that's why you needed me. Fred. Because you couldn't survive any other
1: way. I could. I just didn't know how. But you know, I don't need you. Not anymore.
2: Fred?
1: I'm going to close my eyes and you... You're going to be gone. Hello. And you're still here.
2: I don't give up on you so easily, Fred. How can that?
1: How can I get rid of you?
2: Okay, I shouldn't really be telling you this, but since you've been such a good host, take me, Fred. Take you? That's what I've been saying, Fred. Accept me.
1: I can't. The last time I accepted you...
2: But wasn't it a beautiful bridge? Wasn't it such a great view?
1: You tried to kill us. I almost jumped.
2: Well, at least you gave the beat reporter something to write about that morning.
1: I can't take you, as you put it, because I've changed. You haven't? No. I've changed. There's no room for you anymore. You're too big.
2: I'm sure I can squeeze myself into a small place. I just need somewhere to sleep for a few nights. Or maybe a lifetime. And then I'll find somebody else. There's always someone who needs me.
1: You've been around before me?
2: I'm as old as humanity. Do you think you're the first?
1: A real whore.
2: You humans make it so easy. But you're among great company, better than most. You're almost as comfy as this oil tycoon who took me during the Gilded Age.
1: But you'll still sleep?
2: Yes. I don't have to stay awake. So long as you behave... ...and remain a good host. Peace. That's all I've ever wanted. You see, I can also be very good for you.
1: Why do I need you?
2: Because, without me, your life will be small and insignificant.
1: (laughs) My life isn't much right now as it is.
2: But Fred, you're capable of so much more. Don't you want that?
1: I want peace. I want... ...love. Isn't that what anyone wants?
2: Then take me. And do good this time. It'll be so much better for both of us. Why? Because taking me and living with me is the more challenging option.
1: Will there be room for someone else?
2: What do you mean?
1: If I take you, and you stay asleep, I might meet someone else. Someone who could become very dear to me, and who will need to know you.
2: I don't know, Fred. That's really not on us. We can't control that. But let's say- Fred! If you don't have faith in us, we'll never grow.
1: (laughs) Living with you will be like walking around with a ticking time bomb.
2: Don't be so dramatic. I've seen your species survive wars, plagues, epidemics. You're doing just fine.
1: (laughs) Have you read the headlines these days?
2: Oh, I didn't say it would be easy.
1: Okay. We're cool?
2: We're cool. Hello, Fred. Hello, Fred.
1: I'm glad I met you.
2: I'm really not so bad.
1: I know that now. Now let's do some living.
2: I'd like that very much.
0: You've been listening to Hello, Episode 1 of The Grey Area. Written and directed by Edward Champion. Tim Torrey appeared as he. Emily Carding appeared as she. And Michael Saldati appeared as Gordon. If you like what you have heard, please consider leaving us an iTunes review or supporting our program through our Patreon page, where there are exciting rewards, including access to our annotated scripts and much else. You can go to patreon.com slash grayareapod. We'd also like to thank Fred Keish and Dan Wickett. These two guys stepped it up big time, and they became our first patrons just based on the prologue alone, which was a tremendous honor. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, and Instagram, where we recently put up some videos of how to record a boiling cauldron using leftover spaghetti sauce. And wait until you hear that crazy story. We also have a tendency to record these credits simultaneously while presenting a video on Instagram. The catch all handle for all this is Gray Area Pod. And you can also go to our website at grayareapod.com to subscribe to this feed, leave a comment, or say hello. Special thanks to Sasha Arnold, Austin Beach, Jason Bogue, Christopher Bird, Chris Fletcher, Claudia Berenice Garza, Sarah Golding, Jen Halbert, Gabriela Jimenez, Pete Lutz, John Osborne, Rena Patel, Paul Sading, Mark Stein, Georgette Thompson, along with the actors and many others who I may have inadvertently forgotten for their invaluable help feedback, kindness, inspiration, and support during the production of this episode. I'm really grateful for their help for this one because this was a story that came very close to my own turmoil and my own problems and my own emotional issues. And uh, I cried during the making of this, during the writing of this, during the editing of this. So I really appreciate all of your help. We'll be back on May 2nd with a new episode called Disassociation. Thank you for listening, and wherever you are in the universe, be good to yourself, okay? Chauncey Haworth, Mark Slade, and Lothar
1: Tuppen. The demented minds behind the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour bring you... Twisted Pulp Magazine A journey beyond surreality To worlds you never knew or hoped existed Worlds of the supernatural Worlds of dark
0: satire Worlds of nightmarish futures Twisted Pulp Magazine If you thought the 21st century was weird enough already Think again Twisted Pulp Magazine
1: A step beyond your grandfather's pulp Available at digitalvaudeville.com. That's D-I-G-I-T-A-L-V-A-U-D-E-V-I-L-L-E.com.